got it. Got it. <clears throat> Dang, and we're back. Yeah. You're in bed. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I was taking uh, a little bit of a nap there. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Nice. It, it is. Hold on. Let's see here. 4.20 in the afternoon. 420. Oh, perfect. That's a perfect time <laughs> to be alive. Perfect timing. <laughs> How's, nice. Uh, well, it's 920 here, so. Ooh, good morning. A few hours for you. Yeah, good morning. <laughs> Guten, Guten Morgen. Guten Morgen. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. What's uh I've been following your other social medias and i've been seeing a lot of cool photos so yeah of the of the places you've seen so far what's your favorite so i went to that wahala yesterday which is basically all of the most notable figures in german history mm. uh they all they all have uh, casts of their heads uh, kind of, I guess, <clears throat> put up on this wall. You can walk through mm-hmm. and see who all, all the, you know, mainly throughout the years, all the German influential folks were. Why are people like, so fucking weird? Like, <laughs> not even just them that want their, like, their busts. Isn't that what they are? Yeah, busts. Like, mounted on a wall. But, like, People like you and me find it really fucking fascinating to walk up to a wall and say, oh, there's someone's head who used to be alive once. Yes, there's uh, Sir Sebastian Bach, or not Sebastian Bach. Yeah, Johan, Sebastian Bach. (laughs) Um, Copernicus was another one. Mm -hmm. Nice. And um, who else? I can't remember. Um, There was a few. I would have yeah. to look through there again. I would have to look through there again because it was all in German. Like everything was in German. So it was more of like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to take a picture and go look it up later when I can yeah. translate what it says. You don't want to be the guy like flipping through your book. Like, oh God, what does this say? Take, taking notes. Hang on, oh. you're looking at the wall, looking at your book. Look at <laughs> it's completely stupid. Uh, so what happened? So like inside the building, was it like a museum or something, or was it just a, just a wall? Yeah, this with people faces on. Um, kind of. Yeah. So it was it was kind of a museum, I guess. Probably more along the lines of going and seeing people's busts. Um, yeah, and <laughs> and basically figuring out. Oh, this person. Then you read about it, and you're like, you learn something. But obviously, I didn't learn anything because I can't speak a lick of German. Right. Besides saying hello. Yeah. You you <laughs> learned that you have a lot of um, internet research to do. Yes. There you go. <clears throat> yes, it was rough. Nice. Tell us about what the weather. The- What's the weather like in Germany? So, since we got here, except for yesterday. It's didn't done nothing but rain and it's raining today a little bit here and there. So it's cold and rainy. 
let's just say that. Mm. Kind of like, yeah. I don't know. You've been to Washington, right? Washington yes. State. Yep. Like that. And we're thinking yeah. moss covers everything. And like, it's always just like damp. Mm. That's that's what it re- reminds me of is Washington State. Only in that type of environment can a figure like Hitler like rise. He's like, nobody's going to want to come here. Yeah. Let's start Fuck a war here. I'm just going to take yeah. over the world now. Or try. Yep. Anyway. Yep. Sorry to the rest of the Germans. I'm sure it's beautiful there. Yes. Hold on just one second. Fisher, I'm staying here. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so it would uh, basically suck in general. Like, I think in the summertime, it's probably really nice, I bet. And we probably should have came in. But tickets were probably the cheapest now to come here, yeah. of course. Totally. <clears throat> Knowing how things usually go with the uh, way we travel. So Yeah, that's all right. But so everything else is going well. Yeah, everything's going great. Nothing bad. Dude, I've been up to the same old... Same old, same old since uh, last week, you know? Yeah. It's a lot of a lot of grinding, a lot of working, trying to get this ride wash thing, churning and burning this year, which is going really well so far, actually. So I'm very excited to see what's, like, what's ahead. Yeah. So we're, I guess we're, what, three weeks into February now? Like, I'm booked solid. It's just going to get more as we get into March. So business is exciting. I just, ooh, I started working with a new software company. So that's pretty sweet. Oh, yeah? So now, like, yeah, uh, it makes customer experience just way better. Um, so, you so, can, so like sending out reviews and stuff like that or? Yeah, so there's that component. Um, but there's also just from the booking side. So even from the front end, um, you know, customers can book uh like they've always been able to do online, but now the flow and just the look and feel of it, it's just so much better. It's cleaner. It's faster. Um, the information now reports back to Carfax. So that's pretty sweet. Oh, nice. Yeah. Man. So, yeah. 2022 so, should be pretty exciting. That's awesome. <clears throat> Is it, uh, how many people do you have working for you now? Um, I have one and myself. Just your son. We are, you. yep. We are a two-man band here. <laughs> so <laughs> that's great. It's yep. easier to. Um, you probably know his schedule fairly well, so you uh, know when you can book him and when you can't. One would think so, um, but I mean, he's twenty years old, so his schedule is almost non-existent. It's just you know, like what's going on right now. I'm not going to plan five minutes ahead because something else could be going on. Yeah. He could have <laughs> a, a, a party he needs to attend to. Yeah. Or exactly. a dinner with yep. uh, clients. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So just me and my son for now, we have a couple people on the bench ready to go for the detailing role. So that's cool. And then awesome. I am always, kind of racking my brain and trying to figure out, you know, when is the right time to 
kind of bring somebody on that can help um, me, you know, just kind of like push this thing to a different kind of level. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That's, uh, that's pretty exciting though. Cause <clears throat> I mean, that'll be, it'll probably be like, cause our, whenever I was Chris, Chris Suter that owns Iron Hero, mm-hmm. whenever he was like, he first started and I think I got in and I started there like a year, maybe after he started and just seeing that kind of like his growth, he went from yeah. like, you, you worked out there where he originally mm-hmm. was at yep. and it was really small and like, then now it's, it's, he's gotten, you know, grown, obviously he grew out of that space mm-hmm. into a larger space. And I think he's even at a point now, maybe where, you know, it would make sense to go into an even bigger space, but yeah. um, watching that kind of growth kind of take off and just um, being a part of that, I guess, kind of like the music stuff too, I guess, mm-hmm. to an extent you get to where it's like, there's so many people trying to contact you to book stuff. It's hard to be like, unless you're like really adamant about like keeping track of when, where, what time what's going on in my personal life all this stuff it's Mm -hmm. like god i need somebody else to do this for me because i'm not very good at it but yeah it's (laughs) there's just so much to do you know um i don't know if i appreciated that as much as i should have you know even in previous roles or even when you're just out and about and you're talking to other business owners you're just like or artists it doesn't matter I mean being an artist is just like having a business if you're trying to do it full-time you know like there is so much shit to do yeah always for sure you're never you're kind of never done working and if you're not like obsessing over it like all the time if it's not the Mm -hmm. thing that you're focused on then it feels anyway like you know yeah well I, I know like whenever it was just me and now like booking trying to book with the band with with a band and other guys schedules and stuff like that it's even more difficult because now you're like hey yeah that you want to say yes because it works for you but yeah. then you're like oh fuck like i've got to think of all these other people now that yeah. you know have lives and families and you're like oh and that wait i have a family too so now i can't just say yes yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, it would be a lot easier if I still could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just a chess game. It's life. Yeah. In when general, to make the right yeah. move, when to, when to sacrifice a pawn here and there. It is what it is. <laughs> Throw your kid to the walls. <laughs> yep. You're fine. <clears throat> Go sit in the truck yep. for a bit. Yep. Daddy's got to play what guitar. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, kid. You got to sit in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> the um, I uh, sent you some hat designs this week, and I want to at least get two made, rad con- or rad country hats, which would be yeah. <clears throat> pretty sweet. Yes. And I think I think all we have to do is go to lids and be like, hey, this is the design. Make the hats because. I think that'd be the easiest. I think they do customize hats. I don't know if they will do the full-on thing. Love to reach out. Maybe we have some friends that know hat makers. 
Yeah, that would be sweet. That like, sounds legit. Sounds like a, a job from the 1800s. Where's right. the hat maker? I need the hat maker. Summon the hat maker. Summon the hat maker. <laughs> yes, we, we need rat country top hats. Yeah. Ooh, that <laughs> would be dope, actually. Yeah, dumb and dumber. Yeah. <laughs> More like rat. No, but uh, all, all in all, you know, Germany's been quite, it's been interesting, man. Just like the experience and like, like realizing that you're in a completely different country and and it's not just passing through going somewhere it's like you're here mm -hmm. and and um getting out and mingling with the common folk here what is the environment like i'm going to avoid saying a certain word just in case they don't allow us to post or some shit but it's you know it's such a melting pot it seems like there's just like so many different like cultures um and you would you know i feel like it's like if if america spoke a different language that's what it would kind of be like besides it's just, it's like just the same <clears throat> yeah <clears throat> like walking through the different well base city of regensburg uh yesterday it was just kind of like you know i what you picture in movies where you're just walking through these really like small streets and mm -hmm. these little, little businesses tucked in these alleys. And like, that's exactly what it was. Nice. And all this, you know, just history from Roman times. And, um, yeah, there, I mean, I guess you just have to think that like, this is where a bunch of shit started, you know, yeah. like in this kind of in the area, I guess you could say, so when you're walking the streets, are you just like trying to imagine like, holy shit, the people who walked these streets in 1943 were experiencing something completely fucking different? Oh, 100% sure. But yeah. like for sure, like sitting there thinking like, man, this would have been a whole different like vibe had this been like during World War II. Like yeah. it would have been crazy, probably. Um, it would have been like, these people were probably like fucking living a whole different way of life than you know and just trying to like i imagine like they've put it all behind them like they don't want to probably think about it like in like well, i don't blame them kind of like you probably wouldn't like walk through new york city and like start asking everybody about 9-11 you know right like, oh, shit. So what was it like in 1943 for you? Did it suck or? <laughs> They're just like, are you a complete fucking idiot? Or right. I'm like, oh, you weren't alive then? Okay. I thought uh, everybody sorry. was. I thought everybody was still living in World War II here. Okay. You guys got last place in those Olympics. <laughs> Dead last. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Dude, I read a book uh, a while ago. It was called The Nightingale. It's a fiction story, but they use like history when they're when they're storytelling. And it was really fascinating to listen to this woman describe like the environment in Germany and France during World War II. Like yeah. the amount of detail that they go into. It was just a little bit, it was fiction, like I said, but it was just a cool perspective, you know, kind of outside of what you 
you know, typically here, I guess, in schools and other history books. And <clears throat> well, it, it was definitely like before we went out yesterday to Regensburg, um, I did my research because I was like, if we go and we just walk around, like we're not going to know even remotely what we're looking at and we could pass things up and like the biggest regrets sometimes like places I go is that like, why the fuck didn't I go see that while I was there? Like, you know what I mean? And it's all because I didn't look things up. And so there was like 15 places in the city to go see, which were, I mean, the top, top five were probably like these like churches that have been there for fucking ever, which, I mean, those are, those were cool. But like, Mm -hmm. once you see one, like, fancy church you've seen them all kind of vibe but um but there was some stuff from like i think it was like 137 or 140 ad um like this you know like stuff that i i would have to let me i'll have to fact check that first before i but (laughs) it was old it was it was like an old passage into the city um that the romans would use Mm. and it was uh it was pretty cool to see it like it was just it was still standing like it's been a couple of you know not all of it was intact of course but like one pillar of this was still still intact and i posted it on my instagram um a picture of it that i took and it was you know just like thinking like dude like things are fucking old like super old and dude that's like two thousand years old right i don't know if anything that we build today will be around in two thousand years no no definitely not that's crazy that would be yeah but there was um just trying to uh, you know i feel like i travel enough and you have to that you kind of like you want to like fit in as much mm-hmm. as possible so that you don't look like you're stupid and, and <laughs> so yeah. so just trying to like learn some common like basic ways of like communication if if somebody didn't know mm-hmm. um how to speak a lick of english which is what i kept running into uh mm-hmm. and like taxi drivers and everything else was just like me typing into this, you know, Google Translator app to get them to use it. And it was like, I, mean, I had it already set up. So it was like, just thinking ahead. These are okay. things that I'm like, I know I'm going to need this. So I need to download it and all this, you know, great stuff. But I think it all too, like your experience depends on, you know, the people who you're with and everything else too. Absolutely. Because if you can't like be yourself, you're not going to have the experience that you want to have. Mm-hmm. and th- it was i i got out of the most that i could so let's just say that and it was it was pretty awesome yeah that's great well, how long are you there uh we're here for another week and then come back and it's a week's probably enough i'm, I'm ready to head back but yeah yeah I'm, I'm so used to like maybe like at the most one week and Okay, well, I've seen done, seen and done everything I need to do here. Yep, <clears throat> but now plus, you're plus, 
It's it's Go gotta be a while or it's gotta feel like a while when you're away from family that long. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's um you know, and we're on like I'm eight hours ahead. So it's been difficult like just lining up times to talk and and FaceTime or whatever we might have. Mm-hmm. Um and then the biggest thing is today, tonight for you guys is the Omaha Music Awards, which I am going to miss, which the third year in a row being nominated. But the... Uh, We need the clap sound. Um, (laughs) So I'm disappointed that I'm missing that um, just because who knows? Who knows what direction that could go, you know? So... (laughs) <clears throat> that's uh i'll have to stay up until one in the morning uh to enjoy that which sucks all right, that's all right. what time <laughs> that's okay tomorrow uh we so it's kind of funny we fell on well president's day is tomorrow mm, so right. there is a four-day weekend here for the people that we're working with and so we have ultimately have had we're going to have four days where we're well, three days technically that we're not working. And so, um, it's not like traveling by yourself where you can just go do whatever you want. No, you have mm-hmm. to like, there's a bunch of rules you have to follow. And here you have to have like a COVID test before you can go out into public. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to have <clears throat> a mask and all, all your, you know, proof of, yeah. of, of whatever. All the good stuff. Yeah. And you have to be able to find transportation and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, you can't just go out and do whatever you want or else I'd be experiencing experiencing a lot more. Because right now we're only like three hours from like Hitler's Eagle's Nest and all this stuff, which is like mm-hmm. at the if anybody's ever watched Band of Brothers at the end of Band of Brothers, whenever they blow up the side of this mountain get up to hitler's eagle's nest that's where that takes place at the Mm -hmm. very last episode of band of brothers which would be super cool because it's still standing of course and it would be super cool to go see that but obviously i'm not going to be able to and you 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 tell yourself that hey i'm going to come back here one day but who knows when that will be you know you're so close but so far Right. It's really just disappointing. That's <laughs> uh, all right. You'll go back. But hopefully, yeah, hopefully tonight, you know, things go well. And uh, if not, um, there's always next year. So, yeah, <clears throat> I feel like if there was going to be any year that, like, I get a nomination and actually win, it will be this year. Like, because I, if I was to put any... <laughs> Any less effort into it, it would be this year that I put the least amount of effort into it. Yeah. <laughs> Tends to go that way. When you overthink things, they usually yeah. kind of fall flat. And then when you, you're you not thinking about it, it just kind of works the way you need it to. Right. Yeah. But who knows? It's uh, basically, we'll see. I'll, I'll probably be awake for it. So I'm already, I've, as soon as I realized what day it was, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> well, no, but, speaking uh, of music, it um, music means you're an artist, and artist means that you have ideas. And remember last time when we talked about where does your idea come from? Like, what is it? Yeah. Did you get that any thought? Yeah, and actually, after I posted our last podcast, I um, was I listened to it like which I never really ever do. Like mm-hmm. I never go back and usually listen to them unless somebody's like, "Oh, it was cool when you talked about that." I'm like, "Oh, I don't remember talking about that." <laughs> what did we talk about? But yeah, <clears throat> but uh, ultimately, yeah. So I think well we're kind of referring to inspiration there a little bit like where these thoughts and everything else comes from because there's many times where a song idea will kind of come out of left field Mm -hmm. and i'm like i get the i just like i'll hear something like even like i read a book one time about Jimi hendrix and how he used to like hear different sounds around him and mm-hmm. he would try to mimic those mimic those sounds on a guitar and then mm-hmm. put them into a song, whether it was like, oh, there's a, you know, an engine revving up or whatever the case may be. And he says, this sounds cool and makes it into a guitar sound and then he turns it into a song. But I would say that like mine is all like it's got to start off with. I like that something maybe somebody says or like how they say it or something like that. And then it's all about like association, how I associate it with something that, you know, I do or how I transcribe it within my, you know, brain. And, and then it becomes somewhat of a song, I guess. Um, But yeah, it's always random. It's never like planned. It's always like when an idea hits you, like if it's something like, stops you in your tracks and you're like fuck what what was that like i need to revisit right. whatever that was yes yeah. yeah like you'll just hear like a catchy dude that somebody it's always something like common something somebody's always saying but you're in the right state of mind at the time mm-hmm. to perceive it perceive it in a way that's like different than ever before and so somebody will be like that's what's up man and you're like, wait, that's what's up. Wait. Okay. I could run with this. It's something somebody uses commonly. You know, <laughs> I remember writing a song. The reason I say that is because I remember writing a song about that one time. Uh, <clears throat> and then slowly it's like, oh, well, that that's what's up means this and this and this to me. And then it's like slowly molds into, okay, I have a song now. Okay, that's weird. But yeah. <laughs> in the, <clears throat> I'm always uh, never looking for them whenever they happen. Let's just say that. Yeah. What about you? Like, I'm not going to say that you would tie that to car detailing, but. Well, like, I mean, you're you a writer. Ideas, right? Like ideas come to do this. Like it started from nothing. Like Radwash wasn't anything, you know, whenever, whenever I started it. And so like it's just like you I think when you're it's just like fuck whoa hold on I wasn't thinking about that thing and all of a sudden there's like this 
I'm trying to describe it like what's happening in my brain. If you could think of it, imagine it. I've tried to describe this in so many different ways. Like sometimes if you're just getting lost in your thoughts, it's almost like your mind is in outer space, right? So yeah. like if you can imagine being in outer space, it's probably like all these like bright flickering things, right? And so like one is just brighter than the other. And it's like maybe, yeah. and it's like grabbing your attention. You're like, fuck, I need to go that way for a second. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you try to explore this idea or whatever, but it's not really anything. It's just this, like you said, you just heard somebody say, that's what's up. You know, maybe it was, uh, I don't know how to, how to describe it, but it's a, just a slight inspiration or a slight thing that you heard or you saw, or maybe something way from your past. And it's like, Oh, holy shit. I didn't really pick up on it then, but now it's like louder or something like that. So I'm going to explore whatever this is and try and build upon it. You're right. Maybe it exists yeah. already. Like car detailing is not new. Right. But like, Oh, is there like, how can I like morph this thing into something different than what it is, you know, right now, you know, I, I right. read uh, shoe dog recently, Phil Knight's like memoir um, on Nike and kind of the rise of Nike and stuff. So that sounded super intelligent and stuff. Um, <laughs> anyway, you know, he kind of de- goes through and describes some of this, you know, it's not that shoes were new. It's just that he was a runner and he knew that he could somehow morph shoes into something different than what they are, you know, yeah. at the time and whatever it was, 1962. So it's kind of the same thing. It's taking, you know, you're just, you're morphing something into something new. And like you said, as a writer, it's, it's absolutely that. Like, I feel like I've been in writer's block mode for like five years now. Like I haven't really like in earnest sat down and read, like written anything. Um, I feel the bug. I don't, I'm sure you can relate to that. Like you get excited, like in a moment. And so I've been trying to get really good at just writing those down, like in my notes on my phone, just like, okay, at some point I'm going to get like, I'm going to want to sit down for hours and write. And this is going to be super helpful. Like if I can just remember this idea. So the only way to remember it is for me to like write it down whenever it happens or try to whenever it happens. Um, But like you said, it could be anything. You could be driving down the road and like, I don't know, maybe the one time it was freezing outside and the power lines had ice on them and they were just kind of like moving on their own. It's like this weird phenomenon. I don't know what it is. So I'm not going to try and butcher it, but it is a weird phenomenon. Like the freezing temp does something with the electricity and the wires just like swing on their own. Right. And so it's like, I saw this recently, somewhat recently in my life. And like, it takes you back to, you know, whenever I was a kid and we had, I don't know if you were in Omaha at the time, but we had this October snowstorm and um, it's, was a disaster for people in Omaha. Like everybody's out of power for like a week or two or something like this and whatever. And so like all these memories start flooding back, but it's like just this weird thing happening with power lines as I'm driving down the road brings back all these, you know, memories and things like that. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to like, were there any lessons or anything like that was kind of a dumb example, but like, are there any lessons or anything that I can take from that and like apply it to life today? You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. like, I'm going to write that down because that, right. 
is going to be relevant to like the bigger picture for like the project or whatever it is that I'm working on. Right. What I think even like what you're talking about too is like you have to think of it as say like you just said I get these random ideas and then like I've just got to write them down but I've had writer's block forever I think somebody that's like a, and I always chalk stuff up to like working out it's like you have your new year's resolutioners and then yes. you have your people that are that are doing it every day and I think you have to like take it and associate it to something that you do that you yeah. know you do on a regular basis which for me it's like you know like working out let's just say that in general it's like i've instilled in my brain that like hey if i don't do this one thing like i'm not going to feel good and yep. it has to be in my routine or else i'm gonna ultimately start going down a bad rabbit hole and like i'm sure that there's plenty of people out there that are like oh for the first couple of weeks at the beginning of every year i work out pretty hardcore and then i just recently saw a guy on instagram that did that you know got real excited and i was like hopefully he sticks with this and blah blah blah. and then now it's like he hasn't worked out for a while but um to me it's kind of the same thing as far as like what writing has writing goes to like if i don't do it for a long time i'm not very good at it Mm -hmm. and i start to lose interest and then i get excited about it for a while and then i fall off again and it's almost like, well, you have to like set aside those times where you're like, I'm going to do this for one hour this day yes, or this, this hour of this day, every single day. And then eventually I will get good at it, you know, yeah. um, or at least I'll be at least at the least mediocre. And, yeah. <clears throat> and that's just more of like, that's how books are wrote, you know, like that's, <laughs> and even like looking, looking back on my book, it was like, it wasn't like I sat down and wrote a book. I wrote, I wrote a book over 10 years and there was this page after page after page of, of notes, you know, that yeah. I, at the end pieced together. And I didn't even know I was doing it at the time. It was more of like, Hey, I just enjoyed it <clears throat> and the outlet. And that's, yeah, kind of like, I, I can't remember who I was talking to recently, but uh, we were talking about something like that. And I just basically said, man, you got to treat it like a rep scheme, you know, like mm -hmm. the more reps you get, the better you're going to build that muscle. And the less you do it, you know, you're going to lose it. And yeah. eventually it's there, but you kind of have to awaken it again. You have to shock it in order to keep it going. And that's definitely something like for me physically, I can figure that stuff out like pretty mm -hmm. well, pretty easily. But when it comes to like getting through like mental plateaus, more difficult, way more difficult for me personally. I'm not saying it is for everybody because there are people, man, that I see on a, <laughs> on a regular basis that are like, they're the mental plateau pushers, you know, mentally they're always getting the reps in and like, and always like hitting PRs and like, you know, like yeah. do, doing things. And I'm like, but they're, you know, probably not working out, but I am doing the complete <laughs> opposite. So it's, 
it's funny that like we we can easily like you know justify doing one thing but like doing another it's like it takes a lot more work for some people and yeah. i'm one of them yeah <clears throat> yeah absolutely man writer's block is an excuse uh somewhat i would say probably more excuse than actual like oh the inspiration isn't coming that's bullshit for me that i yeah. do all day every day of my life i am bombarded with thoughts and ideas it doesn't stop it's it right keeps me awake at night most nights but so it's not like it's not there. Um, it's just a matter of like you're saying, I think it's just, okay, sit down and fucking commit to just getting all this shit out of your head and like onto, well, a screen. I was going to say paper, but you know. Well, that, yeah. and I mean, I think you and I could probably both look back on times where we knew we were excited about something and we didn't follow through with it. Yeah. And just to think like, I mean, let's just make it super simple for everybody that's probably listening to understand. It's like 10 years ago, if you had invested in Bitcoin, you would probably be pretty, pretty fucking wealthy. Right. Right. And, and it's like, well, think about 10 years ago, if you'd stuck with the idea that you had 10 years ago and just grind it out and see what happens. You, you made it your only made, focus. Yes. And that's yes. all you did. Everything else was a distraction and where you would be with it. Yeah. And so I think, yeah, I mean, I think we're coming up with our own little deal here, but because <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think that like, even like, you know, talking about Radwash or Nick Rucker country or whatever the case may be, it's the only times it was ever like, productive and whenever it was ever like it got somewhere was when we invested like 110 percent of our time to it yep any other times that it failed or like i felt like i was just like going through the motions was because i had distractions mm -hmm. i think yeah anyone who has been there and done that and i'm not saying that i have i'm going through it currently but it's, you know, people have kind of been on the other side of whatever success looks like. They would agree to that 100%. It's you have to fucking dig in, just remain focused on the one thing that you're trying to accomplish. Whatever that is, it doesn't matter what it is. It's just if you want to yeah. be successful in that thing, focus on that thing and only that thing. Let everything else be a distraction, you know, and then you're going to find your success. You will. You're going to fail. But yeah. You're just going to use those failures as opportunities to grow. Right. Yeah. I think even we're, we're both pretty fortunate as far as like having our own ideas that we're kind of running with um, from time to time. Like, mm -hmm. like you are definitely more 110% involved and I am like 70 <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. just because I have, you know, it's anyway, but the the fact that we're fortunate enough to have that because you know i know so many people who aren't there you know they are pretty content with working for other people or doing whatever the case may be and if you never really experienced that it's like almost too bad like because yeah it can it, I, there is there's a difference in 
and mindsets for sure. Like talking with somebody who's, who's experienced like trying to create something to people that just haven't ever taken that plunge. There's, I don't know how to explain it. It's risky. It's stressful. You know, if you're not, if you're risk averse, it's just stay in your comfort zone. You know, (laughs) you you won't, it will be extremely stressful if you're too risk averse. If you're not risk averse though, it's one of the most uh, just freeing feelings that you can do. I mean, you are creating your own challenge, your own puzzle. It's like a fucking, the best game of chess ever because you have to, you, you have to fight, you have to succeed. It's your only way, you know what I'm saying? Like you're trying to create your own path. If you're, whatever it is, if you're an art business, um, it doesn't matter. You, <laughs> there's no one telling you what to do today. There's no one saying, right. hey, be to work at 8 a.m. And yep. you're going to be in this meeting and you're going to do these things for the next three hours. And then you're going to punch out at 5 p.m. And then you're going to go home and do the same shit all over again tomorrow. Like, there's no one yeah. telling you to do that. Oh, and, you know, we're going to give you a 401k and a good paycheck and all this shit. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, then you find well, yourself, you're, you're on your own, you're, you're doing all, you're creating your entire schedule, trying to find your money, you know what I mean? And manage people if you have kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's exciting, really, you know, mm-hmm. and I think there's a level, there's definitely a level of fear there because especially if you have other people depending on you, if it was just me and I only had me to worry about, yeah, right. I'd be like all day, but it's like, man, if I fail, like there's some people at home that, you know, may they, not eat this week. They might need <laughs> you. Yeah. yeah, totally. <laughs> and Hey, I mean, like I said, I read uh, shoe dog recently and even Phil Knight. I mean, he, for fuck, 10 years, I think, somewhere around 10 years, whatever, we can, somebody can read the book and double check that, whatever. Anyway, at the beginning of Nike, um, he was doing other things. He was like a professor at a college. He did CPA work, like hit a job, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think later on, he probably would have quit that sooner than later. But mm. I mean, you don't know when you're in the midst of it yeah. because like you said, it's really risky. This shit can go under. And if it goes under, then I'm kind of fucked. Like I need to start back over in yeah. whatever career, whatever it is. Well, I, I think it's kind of cool too. Cause like a much, a bunch of the work that I've done up until this point too, is like paying off just for the simple fact that now I've got, you know, requests for like private parties and like, half the shows that I play that are public, that's not even half the shows that I play, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so it's the private parties and like all that's this, awesome. like this underground stuff that I do. Well, I guess you won't say it underground. That's, it's not the nineties, but, uh, all okay. we can bring back the underground. That'd be sweet. Speaking of that, I have changed. So I did get out of, I've started listening to more R and B, and oh. um, hip hop and, and stuff recently, and probably my favorite mm-hmm. artist right now is, is Kid Cudi right now. 
Like, really? Yeah. I never thought that that would ever happen, but yeah, he's his man on the moon album is fucking awesome. I need to check him out. I actually do not know anything about Kid Cudi. I know his name. That's it. Yeah. He's, I do not his, follow his, like uh, current hip hop. It's some of it's pretty good. Like I started listening to Kanye West too, but um, just because I like who he is as a person. You, oh, thank you. Let's switch to there real quick. Let's just go down that that little okay. branch. Give time. Okay. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Kanye West? I, Dude, I think he's just he's a transparent person you know like i think that like whatever he goes through he has no shame in like sharing it and probably there's some mental health stuff going on there like for sure you know, he's there, an open right? he's an open open book about that but like who isn't but people are just right. not talking about it right and whatever he's going through with his kid pete davidson and all this stuff it's like he's just telling it like he just has a huge fucking platform right Right. like if i was going through what he's going through or whatever the case may be people would just be like oh here we go again Uh, (laughs) they wouldn't want they just block me on on facebook or whatever but um i i just read this stuff and i'm like you know man like i feel like everybody's been there what he's going through you know like been there at some point and he's just sharing it like i don't like i have no no fear (laughs) yeah i don't it's hard to to uh kind of observe what's happening because it's kind of like a train where you're kind of like oh fuck 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 but um like you said i don't know what i would do in his shoes and because he's just who he is and he has the massive platform that he has it's just public yeah so you know, whatever. Is he a guy trying to keep his family together? It possibly, probably, it seems like it. Yeah. <laughs> but is he, you know, I don't know. Anyway, I think artistically, though, he is a fucking genius. I think so, too. He's got a lot of good stuff, like, <clears throat> as far as, like, albums, re- recent albums. Like, I haven't pinpointed an album that I don't like yet. There's some yeah. songs that I'm like, yeah, I probably won't listen to that one again. But there's okay. some that I'm just like, this is fucking genius, you know. But like, I think he doesn't the have shitty, like the shitty songs that he has, or or you know, whatever. Subjectively, my opinions, shitty songs that he has, those are just his process, in my opinion. Like that's just him trying to work out like the brilliant songs, right? And he's gonna polish because yeah. they're great. They're still great, you know. And it's still someone's art. You can't really, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's like you can almost like walk in during the album, you can like just feel them kind of working through this, like whatever it is, you know, if it's the the beats, the rhythm, the lyrics, it doesn't matter. Like it's fucking great. Yeah, just like no fear to just put it out, whatever is on his mind, you know, like yeah. music or in general and on his yes. mind. Yeah. Yeah, but, definitely. There's there's a process that he goes through. People like, talked a lot of shit about the episode when he was on Rogan. Yeah. I listened to that episode, I think, about, well, two and a half times. I don't think I made it all the way through three times. But because I was like, people are talking a lot of shit about this. Like, Kanye's some crazy, you know, whack job and yada yada. And I'm like, I listened to it and was like, fuck, I want to hear more. Yeah. So, like, I, I wanted to go back and re-listen. Like, what did I miss? 
am I crazy? Like, <laughs> like what? Why do I think this guy's cool? But, yeah. No, man. I think that yeah, he's he, probably like our ideals and everything maybe wouldn't align, but I think that like the music and stuff we probably would agree on, and like yeah. just like probably stuff in life in general we would probably super agree on you know i feel like that maybe he's more of a like sure of himself than i would ever be you know what i mean like yeah is that do you get that vibe but um because i think if we were in like a discussion he would know and feel 110 percent like sure about what he's talking about and i would be like mm -hmm. still impressionable like yeah. <laughs> but he would he would be hard hard to impress them um, yeah but um, you're just so regular compared to like a mind like that like oh yeah but i'd like to sit down and talk with him that would be cool because like yeah he'd probably be cool to work for you know and um any of those guys really after the super bowl man i was like dude i got fucking tingles and all this shit fucking <laughs> dr dre fuck Snoop yeah. dog yeah like, snoop are you hiring <laughs> I know, like, hey man, <laughs> like Eminem, man. It was just like your cars my whole Instagram, body. Bro. I'll clean them. Yeah, just, my my whole uh, my whole body tingled after Eminem came out. I was just like, fuck, dude. Like, I'm getting <laughs> tingles right now thinking about it. That's it was awesome. just like that. That was our generation. Like, yeah, those are those are our guys. Yeah, totally. <laughs> And then, yeah, he started playing the Tupac, um, like, tune on the piano at the end. Yeah. Whenever Eminem did his kneeling thing and broke the rules, apparently. But whatever. Who cares? Good for him. Yeah. So. Fuck the system. Do, uh, do, people not, do people not know who Eminem is, like, for right. real? You knew when you told him not to do something. What they should have said is, hey, don't stand up the whole time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't, and then, don't stand then up. <laughs> I gotta walk around on your knees. That was funny. But yeah, man, that was totally from like our time. That was oh, yeah. so great. And you know what? People might find it cheesy, but it was an important moment for hip hop, like all around. Yeah. Like that was a stage sure. that hip hop never would have thought that they would have made it to and they did and so that was important i think it gave I, I think there's been validity to the the art you know for <laughs> three decades now but like that was kind of like the stamp on it like yep this is a legitimate thing we're gonna do this at you know the biggest on one of the biggest stages you know for families even and it worked yeah out. everybody's watching yeah i mean as as snoop is you know throwing up his his gang signs and everybody's like shocked that he's high. Right. Weird. Snoop <laughs> smokes weed. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's almost illegal in every state. Yeah. Right. So stupid. So that's what we need to talk about on the next episode is marijuana. And oh boy. Because there is a a federally legal cannabis store that opened up right down the street from my house. So no, there's I was no. like federally yeah. legal that's what yeah. it says on the outside that's why we need to do our research and talk about it next episode yeah i want to know more about this yeah 
Yeah, Fifty Shades of Green. That's what it's called. <laughs> I am familiar with the store. I didn't realize that they were claiming that they're federally federally legal. It's got to yeah. be the hemp thing. Their hemp hemp is federally legal now. Under that, it's not. It's not. There's uh, um, strands of like the Delta Eight strain or something like that. That's I think legal, and I think that there's like these. Anyway, we'll talk about it next episode. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's do our homework, and <laughs> we'll t- we'll talk about pot when you're when you're stateside <laughs> again. Yes. Yeah. I'm, but sweet man, maybe we'd I, have I, Snoop I gotta, on. That'd be cool. Yo, <laughs> for sizzle my nizzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give him a call. I got his number on my Rolodex from 1990. Yeah. <laughs> but sh- shit, man, I got to get off of here. But um, yeah, it's good to catch up. I'll be home in a week. Yeah, I'll be home a week from today, like actually home. So nice. we'll get to get together. Maybe we can do like actually in the same person podcast. That like in be, the same house. That would be swell. I'll come to your house. Let's do it. There's plenty of room. All right. All right, buddy. Well. All right, brother. Hey, stay safe over there in Germany. Hopefully the weather gets yeah. better for you. Yeah, stay safe in Omaha, bro. Oh, I will, sir. <laughs> <laughs>